Conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduced to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Solo Prince. God bless you as you listen. Speak to me again today. Speak to me again today. I am open to you. I want to receive from you. You did not call the seed of Jacob to seek in vain. Lord, we ask you to reach out to us in your own usual way. Speak into my soul. Cause me to have a circumcised heart to receive from you. Help me to obey every of your instructions. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Are we saying amen? Now, what is the next inheritance? This is the one we don't like most of the time. Discipline is part of our inheritance as God's children. Every child of God that is not being disciplined is not a legitimate child. It's an illegitimate child. Every child that they stop discipline, that child has been forgotten. That child has been forgotten. You have thrown the child away. You have removed your heart from the child. You have said, let this child waste. This child is hopeless, is useless. So anything he wants to do, let him do. So discipline is part of our inheritance as God's children. It's part of our inheritance as God's children. Many of the children of God hate discipline. They hate discipline. Once you bring discipline, they run away from you. Once you call them to rebuke them for what they are doing wrong, they hate you. They don't love anyone that ever scold them for doing wrong. So for them, they give it a wrong interpretation. They say it's because he hates us. Until a child of God understands that discipline is one of the major tools that shows that actually you are a child of God. Anytime God stops talking to you when you are wrong, you are dying. You are dying. You are dying. You are dying. If I were you, I will start crying. I say, God, you stop talking to me even when I've done wrong. Even when I've done wrong. Can somebody understand what I'm saying here? God speaks to me every day. I mean every second. Once I do wrong, he doesn't even wait a second. He immediately calls me and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I say, ah, I am sorry, Lord. I am sorry, Lord. I am sorry, Lord. Anytime you can sense God frowning in the spirit concerning your wrong, you are dying. That person is beginning to go down gradually, gradually. God is beginning to put you aside. He's beginning to put you aside. Are we saying Amen. Now listen to me very attentively. This is where many children of God failed. They allow the wicked to bring pride in their heart. 
They allow the wicked to bring pride in their heart. Anytime pride enters a man, you will discover he will not want to listen again. When you call him to tell him you are doing wrong, you will feel this one is wasting my time. Why is it happening? Are we saying amen? Look at Hebrews chapter 12 verses 5 to 8. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, my daughter, despise not thou the testing of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. My son, my daughter, despise not the testing of the Lord, despise not the testing of the Lord, or faint whenever he rebukes you. Nor faint whenever he rebukes you. He said, many of us has forgotten that exaltation that speaks to us as children of God that we should not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor faint whenever we are rebuked. Nor faint whenever we are rebuked. I told people that God so much arranged things here on earth that anybody who wants to succeed will succeed. He so much arranged it. It is true that we are beginning to see fake men trying to thwart what God arranged from the beginning. Now I say it, for example, God gave us our biological parents. Is it not true? Can somebody say yes, it's true? There's nobody that entered here by mistake. You entered here through a man and a woman. Now, God in his infinite wisdom said, okay, the next thing I'm going to do is this. Because some of these biological fathers will fail. God knew that many of our biological fathers will fail completely. That's, if they finish failing, they will be working with their head. He knew quite well. So what he did was that he said, I will raise for them also a spiritual father in the church. Are you understanding what I'm saying? As a shepherd, who will guide them? Who will guide them so that none of them will ever miss what I have planned for their lives? So when God set a biological father, and that biological father is not doing well, you see, God starts sending people that will carry the gospel to you. And whenever you hear the gospel and come, that man becomes the man that God will use to start showing you the path of life. Is it not true? Can somebody say Amen. Listen, many have succeeded so heavily that way. What their parents didn't tell them, their biological parents didn't tell them, that spiritual father told them that. And he benefited them so much. Am I talking to somebody here? It's not man that arranged it. It's God that arranged it. In his great mercy. And some of those children, they were the ones that took salvation to their families. Including that their biological father repented through them. And the whole family was raised by God. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? But do you know where the problem started from? The problem we had, both our biological fathers and our spiritual fathers that God gave to us. To guide us, to show us the path of life when they come to rebuke us. When we are doing wrong, many of us get offended. Many of us get offended. Many of us get offended. We felt that what they are saying is outdated. We felt that what they are saying is giving us problem. They don't want us to meet up 
with the happenings of this day. Is somebody here with me? And God said, no, no, it is not the way. If you are still a child, there must be this that will make you know that I'm still a child in this family. A member of the family of God. Hallelujah. He said, and you have forgotten the exaltation. Indeed, many of us have forgotten that exaltation. Many of us have forgotten that exaltation. The little youths of these days, they don't want to hear anything you are saying again. If you are saying A is going out from this other ear and they are hearing B and they never knew it's for their own disadvantage. The enemy wants to destroy. The enemy wants to destroy. And one day God said something to me. He said whenever the devil wants to catch up a child he said what he does, the first thing he would do is to win the child away from his godly parents. The first thing the devil does, whenever he wants to get to a child, is to first of all block the child's ear to his godly parents. If the biological parents of the child, they are godly, he will first of all cut that child off from them in order to cause havoc in their life. Then if he checks that his spiritual father also is strong, he will also try to cut that child off from the two. Once he succeeds, he can do anything he wants to do with her life. He knows. The devil is very, very tricky. He knows that if these people will keep talking to this child, forget about it. I can't do anything. I cannot succeed. I can't succeed. You can imagine a child goes out to the school and they have taught him some things. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The pair group, they have taught him some things and he comes back and come to mommy. I say, mommy, look at what these people say though. If it is evil, don't you think that that has been altered? Has it not been altered? It has been altered. So, but the first thing the devil will do is that he will even threaten the child and say, any day you say this thing, you will die. So, what is he trying to do? He cut the child off from him. He says, start keeping secret. Now, may I say to you as a young man, any day you hear anybody that tell you, you have grown. You have grown. You can do your own thing. Take your decisions. Is the devil speaking to you? Is the devil speaking to you? Listen, it is the devil speaking to you. Me that is here, I know I have not grown. I see have a spiritual father that certain things that happen. I have to call him and say, I didn't understand this. Can you please explain, sir? There's something that happened one day. So I was thinking about this, thinking about it, thinking about it. I said, no, let me go and talk to my father in the Lord. Then he was in Nigeria here. So I went to his office. As soon as I entered, I was talking to him. I was talking to him. I said, ah, this thing God is saying to me, it sounds so wonderful as if God wants me to start it now. So I was about jumping out to start the thing. But as soon as I finished sharing with him, he looked at me, he smiled. Do you know what the next thing he said? He said, God speaks as though it's now. Uh-uh. He said, God speaks as though it's now. I said, eh? I said, God speaks as though it's now. <laughs> that word changed my reasoning immediately. He said, go back again in prayer and say, ask the Lord so that you will know the timing of what God is saying. It's true he has spoken to you, but he might not want you to move now. So wait. I said, eh. 
You can imagine if I have jumped out to start up whatever I want to do. I would have suffered so much and wasted a lot of time. And at the end of the day, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. So what the youth does these days is that the devil has succeeded in winning them off. So instead of them discussing with their spiritual fathers when their parents are not sound enough spiritually to cancel them or going to their parents who are spiritually sound to cancel them, are you understanding, concerning every matter, they keep it to themselves. There is no way the devil will not outsmart you if you want to start reasoning with him. He will always outsmart you. The enemy will always outsmart you. He will always outsmart you. Are we saying amen? So many of us try to dodge away from the rebuke of the Lord because we don't want it. The reason for all these manipulations of the devil is because we have forgotten the exaltation of the Lord. We speak it unto us as children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Don't despise it. Even if you have done wrong. Now, let me tell you the truth. Do you know why many people hide sin? They don't want to be rebuked. Three of us, I am asking you. They don't want to be what? Rebuked. That's why they have to hide it. They don't want to tell anybody. They don't want to cry and say, no, I will go and tell my mommy. Even if she's going to kill me, let her kill me. Somebody fornicate. You are pregnant. They are now trying to move you to the second stage of abortion. Which is 50-50. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Instead of you to say, no, at this stage I will not continue. Let me go and talk to my mother. Let me talk to my parents. Let me talk to my pastor. Are you understanding? The devil come and whisper to you and say, you know what is going to happen. If you ever open your mouth, ah, they will deal with you. You know what they will do to you. You know the shame you pass through. You know how they will rebuke you. You know what they will say. So because of that, you quickly do what? Pack up and say, let's go on. And many of them lost their life that way. Many of them, in the hand of quacks, their womb was ruptured. Many of them, they came back with constant stomach problem. Constant stomach problem because the doctor scattered everything. He scattered everything inside the stomach. Because they don't want to be what? To be chastised. They don't want anybody that will rebuke them. They don't want anybody that will say, how can you do this? God does not kill people. God is not a murderer. He's a loving father. No matter how terrible the situation is, but he will never ever fail to rebuke when it is time to rebuke you. God will never fail to discipline anyone that is his child. He will not shut his mouth. Like we've seen so many unbelieving women today shutting their mouth. Can you imagine a lady coming to the house, introducing the boyfriend that is sleeping with to the mother? And the mother will say, And the daughter will say, Mommy, mommy, mommy. That is what we are seeing here on earth. Is it not true? That is what we are seeing today. And their father will know. But since the woman is lion of the tribe of the Judea, in the family, he has shut the man's mouth. If the man wants to talk, he will say, Bikon, leave them alone. Please leave the children alone. They have grown. Are you the one that will marry them? Will you marry them? They are all over. They are all over. 
Now, God can never change the standard. God can never be afraid of anybody's face. God will always speak to you the way you are. God will not look at you and change and say, okay, let's take it easy. God does not behave like that. When you are doing evil, he will tell you you are doing evil now. My son, you are not permitted to behave like that. Stop that thing you are doing. He does not smile when it is time to frown. That will be hypocrisy. And God is not a hypocrite. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? God is not one. God is not one. I don't used to call somebody who is stealing. That is tapping. It's not tapping. It's stealing. Stealing is what? Simple. Stealing is. If you are fornicating. I don't call fornicating. Why are you doing that thing now? There's nothing like that thing. You are a fornicator. Stop. Simple. Now. Look at God speaking to us because it's part of our inheritance. God said, don't despise it. Why? It's going to do you good. It will make you not to lose your senses. Do you know many children of God, they don't have the sense again that they are committing sin. Even when they are committing sin, they are not worried. They are relaxed. How can somebody be committing sin and be singing for God? I'm asking you a question. How can somebody is committing sin, fornicating, without anything touching him, or touching her, nothing is moving the person, he will come, carry a microphone, and say, everybody lift up your holy hands. And the person will first lift up a dirty hand, and call it holy hand, and begin to sing, hello, be. And the worst of all, they will do their face like this. Is that not wickedness? Is hypocrisy in the highest level? Wickedness in the highest level. Wickedness in the highest level. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? And the Lord does not take that. He doesn't accommodate that. He's not trying to kill you. God will make you know you have done wrong. You saw Moses. Moses confronted Aaron. Who is Aaron, please? Is he not a priest? Is Aaron not a priest? But before the congregation, Moses looked at Aaron and said, what has happened to you? What did these people do to you that you have done this wickedness? Did Moses look at him and say, okay, high priest, don't worry, we'll talk later. High priest, see me, see me, see me, see me in my office. Moses appeared before the congregation and said, Aaron, you have caused these people to do evil. You went and more than I do and give them to worship. What is this you've done? What have you done? When the children of Israel were fornicating, did Moses come and say, they are children of God. Don't talk. Is somebody here with me? Is somebody here with me? Because they are sons. Because they are daughters. Because something is not supposed to be heard among them. God had to immediately rebuke them. Stop. Children of God. Can we understand that when God begins to chastise you, it's not because he hates you. When God begins to discipline his people, it's not because he hates them. It's because he loves them. He don't want to see this one end like the people of the world. He knows that he has called them by name. He don't want to see his own. 
bowing down his head with the people of the world. He want to make boast of his own. He want to see his own there. He want to make boast of his own. He want to rejoice over the people he has redeemed. And that's why you see him rebuking them and say to them, it's part of your inheritance in Christ. May you understand that discipline is an inheritance. It's not to reduce you. It's not to make you not to be somebody. Actually, if you are not disciplined, you'll be nobody. If you are not disciplined, you'll be nobody. You'll be nobody. You'll be nobody at all. You become a non-entity. You become a stupid man. A stupid woman, completely. Go and check all the children that they are allowed to do whatever they have. My bishop once said, if you let your child have everything he wants today, your child will be in want in future. If you let your child everything he wants, you say, take. Everything he wants, he said, take. He said, watch, in future, that child will be in want. That child will be in deep want. Big, deep want. But when the child comes, he brings something. He says, no, this one is not good for you. It will destroy you. Take it away. He said, no, mommy, I want it. I want it. He said, you can't want it. And you will not get it. And you make sure the child won't get it. Even when it's frowning her face. By and by, it will come back to say, oh, mom, thank you for the way you trained me. Thank you, daddy, for the way you trained me. Because you grow to handle certain things. You know there are places not to go. You will say like this, they will pop up a girl that is naked. You didn't request for it. The girl will just appear and say, I'm available. Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch? It's my phone. They want to collect it from me. You can imagine the world we are into. They contend with you on your bed. You'll be sleeping. They'll be passing anything you like. That's, you will lie down and be sleeping. They'll bring blue film for you. I say, interested? It's available? Interested? Now you can imagine children that have not been weaned well. When they pass it to them, they say, Oh, the kunanka. Come. He will just enter there and say, eh! If the mother is coming, if he's watching, 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 Emeka, Emeka, mommy, I'm coming, I'm coming. Where are you? Oh, now So once he hears that the voice of the mother is coming near the door, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. Lie have started already. Is it not true? Lie have started already. That's the world we are in today. That's the world we are in today. That if we refuse to discipline our children, because they are crying, oh my bitch, phone, everything, phone, use, don't. In economy, Because there's something I understand about this life more than you. There are certain things I understand more than you. I understand the discipline of God as an inheritance. I am giving it to them as an inheritance. It's not a destruction. If you want them to belong, me, I don't want that kind of belonging. Hey, go in, you don't have phone. And because you don't understand, your mates will start intimidating you. They will tell you, nigga, nigga, you don't have phone. Nigga. You come out, this thing can they use. Knock out on three things. Up to now. Is that what you're using? But because many of our children have not grown, they have not understood what inheritance is. They don't know that God is giving us inheritance of discipline so that we can grow well. 
that there will be a time if you want packet of phone, carton of phone will give to you. But we have grown to learn what to do with the phone. Phone does not control us. For many of us, you know your phone is controlling you. Everything they pass, everything they pass, you must watch it. Even when you don't have that, you borrow. I must watch it. For some of us, our phone has made us to become debtors. Debtors, you have never owed anybody before. But since you got phone, you are now a debtor. You are owing MTN. You are owing Glow. You are owing anyone you owe, you remove their sin and put the other one. If you owe this other one, you remove their sin, put the other one. Because you don't understand discipline. You don't understand discipline. You don't understand discipline. You have refused to be disciplined by God. But because many of us refuse discipline, when God brings discipline, we are angry. When God brings discipline, we hate it. When God says, no, don't go that way, we say, no, how? In this present world, you are not in control of your phone. You are not disciplined. And God said, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Did discipline with God brought to you? Are you beginning to faint? When he begins to rebuke you, stop, stop, stop. That part you are taking is wrong. Stop, stop. You can't escape if you are with me. Once I see it, I must talk. I must rebuke you. You are going the wrong direction. You are doing the wrong thing. Stop. Come out from that place. Because that is what will keep your soul. That is what will keep your life. You can't lose that inheritance called discipline. If you lose it, you are no more a child. You have become a bastard. The person is no more a child. The person has become a bastard. You don't have inheritance in Christ anymore. You don't have inheritance in Christ anymore. I have to make you understand very, very well where you are heading to. I have to make it very clear to you. Very clear. No matter what you are giving to me or giving to this work, I don't let you lose your inheritance in Christ. I don't let you lose your inheritance in Christ. Any day I can look at your face again and talk to you. Once I see you doing wrong, know that something has come wrong with me. Something has gone wrong with my life. Is somebody here with me? Verses 6. For whom the Lord loveth, he chestnut, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. For whom the Lord loveth, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. He will chastise only those that he loves. That is the mark that shows that God still loves you. The mark that shows that God still loves you is that he don't let you go astray. When you are going astray, he frowns. Come back, my son. What are you doing? Where are you going to? What do you think you are doing? But for many of us, that is when the pride in us will come out. Oh, is it that is even shouting at me like that? You are dying, you know. You are dying, you know. God will never leave us. But that is when we don't have pride in us. When we understand that him rebuking us is that he loves us. It's because he loves us. 
If God didn't love you, he won't talk to you again. He will not talk to you. Anything you're doing, do. He will not need to rebuke you. He will not need to call you back. It's because of that love that he loved us that makes him to call us back whenever we are going astray. That makes him to frown at certain things we do. The word God cannot frown at them. Have you ever seen them stealing? God is frowning. He said, nah, God is frowning at me. Oh. For we are. God don't frown at them. That is why you see them bragging when they are fornicating. They brag with their boyfriend. They brag with their girlfriend. Is it not true? He said, my babe, nah, that girl, oh, new catch. If you see this girl, her nose, leg, charm, everything. When he fornicate with her, he has got something great. If he's walking on the street, he's singing. He's singing. For him, he has hit that board that day. Nobody's rebuking him. Nobody's telling him you've done wrong. He's celebrating. In fact, if he go back that night, he will not sleep. Till 3 a.m., he's chatting with the lady. Nothing is telling him you are doing wrong. You are dying. Your soul is getting lean. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody talks to him. Nobody rebuke him. Because already he's a meat. They are adding onions and pepper for the devil to crack the bone finally and send him where he belongs. Or let Jesus save him. Or let Jesus save him. If Jesus will not save such life, you see how he went. You see how he went. One day you hear. It don't end though. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? So it's love. Understand that anytime you are rebuked, don't see why is he troubling my life. Every time he's troubling my life, it's because you are not wise enough. You don't know it's a show of love. When he rebuke you, you return back again. When you want to go here, he rebuke you, you come back again. When you want to go the wrong direction, he shout, you come back again. Anytime a child of God stop hearing God rebuking him, whether through a vessel or whether through the Holy Ghost, know that you are dying. Know that you are beginning to die. God is beginning to put you in a reprobate mind. God is beginning to forget about you. So you must cry and say, Lord, don't forget about me. Don't throw me away. Don't throw me away. Don't forget about me. Anytime a child of God begins to commit sin, nothing clicks in his heart to tell him you are dying. Know that that child of God is going to his end. It's coming to his end. He's coming to his end. Is somebody here with me? So discipline is an inheritance. Discipline is no wickedness. It's an inheritance that the father has given to every child. You don't want your children to die. The inheritance of discipline is what will give you a portion in Christ. It will give you a portion in Christ. If you refuse our children to be trained, to be disciplined, because we are petting them, we don't want anything to happen to them. Watch. Eventually everything will happen. Everything will begin to happen to them. Don't tell me where you are living today. No, it's suffering. No. God is giving you a discipline. There are certain things you might be passing through today. God is giving you discipline. If God did not discipline me, I wouldn't have known how to handle money. So somebody who is not disciplined... How will he survive? 
Anytime a man refused the Lord rebuking him, do you know what he would do? He would leave the man. Do what you want to do. Do it the way you like. Do it the way you like. He will leave the man alone. Do it. Live your life the way you like it. No problem. I will not talk. Since you have shut me up, you don't want me to make any contribution. I shut up. No problem. Carry on. They refuse discipline. They refuse discipline. Because of the gain they are making out of it, if God comes to rebuke them and say, No, stop. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Sudin 23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-60222-330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.